0: This is the Sweet by So Sandra podcast. The College of Style community just launched and you're invited to join for free. Yes, for free. So what exactly is the College of Style community? Well, it's a place for like-minded entrepreneurs just like you to connect. And it's a private community that shows you how to build and monetize an unforgettable online business so that you can work from wherever you want and live to make your impact. We focus on personal branding, visual design, and digital marketing for business. So, how do you join? Well, it's pretty easy. Just visit www.collegeofstylecommunity.com and join today. Inside of the community, you'll be able to access premium courses and groups, exclusive member-only merchandise, course discounts, daily business tips, monthly giveaways, and so much more. I can't wait to see you inside of the community now. So visit www.collegeofstylecommunity.com and snag your free Canva templates right there in our handy dandy resource library. Join the College of Style community today. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Colta medici Follow on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Dr. Sandra Colta medici You can listen to select episodes of the podcast live on Fireside and learn about upcoming course announcements, coaching programs, working one-on-one with Sandra, and new template releases by visiting collegeofstyle.com. Find digital marketing strategies and social media updates on Sandra's Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash College of Style. Join Sandra on TikTok, Pinterest, and Twitter at College of Style, and subscribe today to Sandra's newsletter. It's called Link in Bio, and you can find it on LinkedIn to learn more about links that make you click. This is your personal invitation to join Sandra's community at College of collegeofstylecommunity.com today. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Bites with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on episode 61 of the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sandra Medici, and I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Akua Konadu, and she is a storytelling strategist. So definitely stay tuned for the interview, the first of the new year. If you're looking to refresh your website, look no further than Squarespace. My personal website is currently on Squarespace. If you visit sandracoltamidisi.com, you'll see it there and I absolutely love it. Squarespace empowers millions of people from individuals and local artists to entrepreneurs, shaping the world's most iconic businesses to share their stories and create an impactful, stylish, and easy to manage online presence. And now they offer Squarespace scheduling. So check out the link in my show notes to learn more. Today, Adam Masseri, the head of Instagram, talked about three different ways that you can toggle back and forth through your feed To kind of curate it the way that you want to one the same way that you've been seeing it which is kind of the AI algorithm based content that they think that you're going to like in your home feed Two, you can toggle to a favorites feed and three you can toggle to the chronological feed that a lot of people have been dying to get back so not everybody has it yet it's been in beta since December but keep checking to see if you are one of the lucky ones that gets to go back in time another feature that I recommend using on Instagram is something that I just saw It's called get quote. You can find it when you go in to create a story and it says, get started. You can create your own form. You have to actually name the form. The one that I used as an example on one of my TikToks recently, I named it brand design consult and I put three questions. You're allowed to ask three questions. So if somebody clicks on that form, they can answer your three questions and then it sends you the information via the Instagram form. And that's a great way to start using your stories as lead generation. So start using those features if you have them on your Instagram and also check out the six ways to brand your TikTok profile, the new free download that you can get by going to collegeofstyle.link forward slash TikTok checklist. Again, that's collegeofstyle.link forward slash TikTok checklist. Is your business not connecting or converting your followers online? Book your brand audit today by visiting collegeofstyle.link forward slash brand audit. I look forward to working with you to move the needle on your business and jumpstart your 2022 with strategic messaging and up-leveled visual branding. Click the link and I'll talk to you soon. Welcome back to the Sweet Bites Center podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I have my very special guest, storytelling expert, extraordinaire, I'm going to say strategist, storytelling strategist, Akua Konadu. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Sandra. I'm so,
1: so excited to be here hanging out with you for a little bit.
0: Yes. Well, so it is the brand spanking 2022 new year and new beginnings for a lot of people. What we wanted to talk about today was um one storytelling, content marketing and the strategies that maybe people should be looking to implement maybe into 2022. So, what are some of the things that you have found that we should be leaving in 2021? Oh my gosh that is such a
1: good question oh you know i will say with 2021 in regards to marketing um i think overall just people just not being themselves like not like true value-based marketing i think that's something that we need to talk about more i think that's something to bring more into 2022 i think Gen Z millennials, we can tell a lot more when people are not being authentic, and I can tell when people are just not being genuine to their values or who they are. That really does show up a lot in their content marketing. And so that's something I would say like for people to just really leave behind, really think about how you want to show up on social media and what your values are and how you can align with that so you can really create content that feels good to you, but is also very honest and true to you and your audience. I think that would be one thing I would say that we can leave behind and (laughs) do. to anyone um because for me personally like really communicating my values and stuff that is just it's super important to me in my marketing and so I just kind of see people I think um obviously with 2020 when it was just really crazy and people are speaking about all of these social causes and now 2021 a lot of people haven't said anything very performative and so you know for me it's like just communicate your values and be honest with where you're at I think I know there's much more but I think for me that was like my biggest piece with content marketing
0: (laughs) yeah. well, and so you recently, I should say recently, because like in the within the last two or three months, You were a speaker at a very big event for Show It. So can you talk about some of the things that maybe um, people were talking about there that kind of sparked maybe some additional avenues that people can go down in 2022 for their marketing? Yeah. So I spoke
1: at United, which was, and that was the very last United. They've done it for 10 years. And so they they certainly went out with a bang. So shout out to the Show It team. They are amazing. Um, And it was a, a photography conference, but it was just talking about all types of ways to help you build your photography business. And I spoke specifically about um, storytelling, but what I loved hearing about with, cause I'm not a photographer. So I was already like, wow, this is like really cool. I'm learning more about the photography world. And so even just how they can show up in the marketing, how they can create passive income, just very different, various things as photographers either where they want to be an educator or really just change up their business and so I mainly went into a lot of the the marketing (laughs) naturally into the marketing breakout sessions just to kind of learn more and just hear about more about the photography world and I just love again about content marketing about how you want to show up how you want to plan out your content really batching I liked hearing about those things because I batch different like all of us batch very differently and so one thing that I always like to encourage people that really figure out what works best for you in regards to batching and content marketing but it was really great just to see other people's perspectives because my way is my way and the other person's way is the other person's way so i really really enjoyed enjoyed that during
0: united well i think that when you you mentioned batching and i think that that's a huge time saver and stress reliever for a lot of people when you think about how many platforms we are spreading ourselves to be thin on, it really does help to, number one, set your theme, right? Set whatever it is that your mission, your goal, your content is supposed to be about and then be able to just, you know, flow with it. Because a lot of times when I come across some individuals, whether it's clients or I I look at people's um, content online, it's a lot all over the place and it doesn't really shout out their cohesive message. But when you do batching, you have to come up with concepts. You have to actually think about what you're going to do. And I've heard a lot of times in um, different Facebook groups and things like that, where people have said, I like to do mine in the moment. i like to create in the moment. And I feel like you can probably speak to this in that your storytelling doesn't have to be completely compartmentalized. You can be in the moment and have
1: structure, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's why I love it is because um, storytelling really gives you the freedom to do whatever you want to do the way that I view content marketing and batching so I know some marketers I'm not saying everybody but I know some like what we commonly hear is you know pick up to five categories that you want to focus on and then those are the things that you're going to be consistently talking about on your social media and the issue that I saw a lot of people were having was that they felt like they were putting themselves in a box like it is a bit that is a very simple concept and it is effective but I noticed for other people some people it just was not clicking for them like they were either over Thinking it or it was just, it was, they were making it way more complicated than it needed to be. And again, they were restricting themselves and putting themselves in a box. What I love about storytelling is that their stories are all around us, right? Our life experiences, we are experiencing something new every single day. So what I love is that I'm having fresh content to pull from all the time by what the experiences are that are happening in my life as an entrepreneur, as, you know, a daughter, a that's just where i love about storytelling so for me the way that i like to batch my content is i like to create a storytelling library so where i actually spend time and write out certain stories that are happening in my life or in my journey and whatever season i'm in and then i'm gonna pull pieces from that and really think about okay what's the purpose of why i'm sharing this story what is the value that i'm going to provide with that story and also too Um, What I want people to take away? How do I want them to feel after they hear that story? What action do I want them to do? And so that is how I create my content because we as human beings, we're multifaceted, right? Like we are more than business owners and people buy from people. I have a friend who literally was booked because she had a black cat. She has a black cat. And somebody was like, I just want to work with you. I know you're a coach and this and that, everything looks great, but I'm going to book you because you have a black cat. (laughs) And like, it was that commonality that like, literally the like she didn't have to really market herself because she consistently showed up as who she was she consistently shared her experiences along with her services products and services on a regular basis to where the person was just like they felt like they already knew her so that's what I love about storytelling and that's how I really personally implemented into my content strategy into my content marketing that's how I do it and and that's what I've noticed that people have more freedom to be who they are, to show up authentically um, so that the right people will want to connect with them. And, you know, that's, you want to repel people that don't want to work with you or repel people who just maybe wouldn't align with you and really attract the ones that will. So how would you do that? You have to show people who you are, what it is that you believe in, you know, what do you like to do? Your experiences, they matter because it's what shaped you, like it's what shaped you and the offers that you, offer today, like your packages, your services. So I hope that makes sense. I want them like a long ramble there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it totally makes sense. And I think that there's something to be said about leaving clients or potential clients that do not align or wouldn't necessarily get the full, you know, 150% of what you have to offer and take that and implement it and say that you might be better for somebody else, right? You might be a better alignment or better fit for working with somebody else. And I think a lot of times people who are in small business or maybe just starting out feel a little bit of desperation in that I need to work with everyone, I need to say yes to every client, I need to say all of these different things to um, other people to make sure that this is the amount of people that I can say I've worked with, right. And that's totally fair. You know, I think
1: we've all been there as as business owners and we've all had to learn the hard way with that, but you can't be everything for everybody. And I think that's something that you have to consistently remember. Just in life in general and also in business, you can't be everything for everybody. It's just, it's not possible. And so why not then really communicate and, uh, with your content so that you can work with people that you're actually going to enjoy right so like the odds of you having to work with somebody that honestly drains you to where you can end up presenting your business um, goes down because you're actually really being intentional with your marketing about who it is that you're speaking to and so then you'll attract more enjoyable clients <laughs> like avoid that because that was me when I first started out right like desperate right I want to help and I want to work with everybody and which it was a great great learning experience and I know like many of us have been through that but but really just thinking about that now, I'm like, damn, I really should have like leaned in more into like being much more intentional about who it is that I'm speaking to really knowing my target audience inside and out. Um, and also to standing firm in who I am, because my personality, my quirks, my su- those are my superpowers. And But it's hard when you start as an entrepreneur, because you see what everybody else is doing. And like, you do feel not either very confident or you do easily feel like, you know, I can't do this. I can't do what they do. So like, if you're starting out, I get it. Um, Really take that time, I think, to work on that mindset to be like, no, like this is who I am. I have something to offer. There's somebody that is waiting for me that needs what I have. So I'm going to stand firm in that and keep showing up no matter how hard it gets, no matter how scary it gets. So that's just like a word of encouragement to give (laughs)
0: Definitely. And I think that there's something to be said about, we are in a new season. My my um, cousin, she said, I think we're in season two of COVID. And that was during Thanksgiving. And now I think with Om- Om- Omicron, I'm not sure how to say it. I feel
1: going um, on because of Twitter. I know. I'm sure. Just- right?
0: <laughs> right? I think we've now entered season three of... COVID and restrictions and lockdowns and quarantines and vaccinations and all of these other things that we hadn't had to think about before, which have brought a certain kind of rise to the delivery service industry, to how we're you know interacting in person or how we are now uh, presenting ourselves online more, uh, whether it's through live shopping or live stream, you know, webinars or whatnot. What do you see as 2022 is the most important thing that a business owner, a small business owner could do to really present themselves where they are being shown to the right audience every single time they show up? Yeah,
1: I think number one, especially on social media, I mean, especially like I spend a lot of time on Instagram, so that's just the main platform I'm going to focus on, but like I I can talk about other ones, of course. And so, but mainly Instagram, I think that's the platform that we have seen the most changes ever. I think starting in 2020, when they came out with Reels and then like literally now they're talking about in 2022, the chronological feed coming back. And so now, right, like you have to really start strategically thinking about your strategy. And one thing I always like to say is like what works for one person won't work, like may not work for you. So, I wanna encourage people to want to really think about video. I know there are still people who are not comfortable with reels and are still not showing up. And you have to get comfortable with video because TikTok is going nowhere. And that is Instagram's biggest competitor. They also, not only have they added just recently more updates to Reels, I don't know if you've noticed now, but like it takes up your whole screen. That's a new update. And now you don't have to like be restricted with hopefully your text not being cut off. So like even just like something like that, like, that new update just came out. And then also to the chronological feed, like I just mentioned. So I think showing up on video is really going to be great for you. And you don't have to start big right away. Just start small. Like what are some ways that can help you consistently show up on video? I think right now that is the easiest way to grow on Instagram. It's not the only way, but it's certainly the easiest way to grow on Instagram right now is really just investing more in video. So what I like to say with people is start small because you see, like you'll see the dances and you see all these really cool transitions, which is awesome. But sometimes simplicity is best. And there's nothing wrong with that. My reels are not crazy. They are very simple. I'm literally talking to a camera and providing value. And that's what, and I get good engagement from that. And so, you know what I mean? You have to really just start. So whether that be, again, you just looking at the camera and just talking, just pointing. I know people are always like, well, don't point. But it's like, if you're just starting out, it's better than than nothing. You can work your way up from that. And so I, that's what I really want to encourage, um, especially with 2022, really try to get more consistent on video definitely
0: yeah and i i'm a very big advocate for testing because when you get on there and even if you start out and i i am a i'm not a pointer <laughs> but i i understand the philosophy behind just starting out and doing the presenting of it all like Vanna White made an entire career out of it. So it's clearly a strategy. Um, and so when you think about like my word of 2021 was alignment, what do you think is your word for 2022?
1: Oh my gosh, these are such good questions. I think for me at 2022, like when I think at the top of my head, I uh... I think just freedom, the freedom just to be who I am and continue to run my business the way that I wanna run it and what feels good to me. So similar to alignment and that, and I think that's what I would say. And I think, you know, for social media, we always get so caught up, you know, especially when people are like, oh yeah, crack the algorithm. Like there's no crazy equation to really be successful on social media. It is truly doing what you feel is best for you. Looking, and also too, looking at your numbers, looking at your analytics, like the numbers don't lie. Those also tell a story. So really looking at like what do feels good for you and looking at those numbers and seeing what works and what doesn't work. It's truly all a big experiment because I've had accounts where I do one thing on one account and it's and we have been super successful and I have another account that I'm managing that does not The same strategies and tactics do not work. So really, for me, freedom, because I'm going to keep experimenting, keep showing up and keep being who I am and attracting the right people. And also to like being okay, like if I fail in some instances, because failure is very common on social media. And so but again, having that freedom to do that, but then continue and continuing to show up.
0: And I think that one of the things that when you mentioned failure, one of the things that the best part about failing on social media is if you have a smaller account, not a whole lot of people are going to see that. right? So it's different than if you are, you know, uh, Justin Bieber and you've got millions of people watching, or if you are a Kim Kardashian and they see your Photoshop fail or something, everybody will know. But if you're just starting out and you're just testing things, only a handful of people, the people who are following you or the people it's been pushed to are going to see it and you can build from there. And I always love to take those clips and be like, look where I've been and look where I am now. Because then people see the progression and they start rooting for you, right? They wanna root for your story, come back to your storytelling. They wanna know where you came from and where you're trying to get to so that they have something you know, inside to, of them to say, oh, she's got this drive and I am attracted to that. So what is, let's talk about your story. Let's talk about, cause you're in Minneapolis, is that right? Yes, yes. So tell me tell me about why you became this storytelling strategist
1: oh my gosh so it was just really funny so I actually have a degree in biology I wanted to go to med school I was in college and um, I decided to join a pageant and so um and it was a much smaller pageant but it just seemed really cool. I was like, all right, like I'm going to give this a shot. It's something different. And anyway, so I competed in this pageant called Miss Minnesota International and I ended up winning the pageant. So, I became Miss Minnesota International in 2015, which um it was through training for that pageant where I really learned about storytelling, marketing and really branding yourself because you know, in The interview, you have five people for only two minutes, you know, and they're just shooting questions at you. So you really have to tell a story and paint a picture and do it quickly. (laughs) And so that was just a really great skill that I had learned. And so throughout that whole journey of, speaking events and, you know, traveling as Miss Minnesota, it was where I really learned about storytelling. So when I got back after my year was over as Miss Minnesota, I was in a coffee shop and I was Googling and I was like, you know, I think I I know for sure this is something that I want to do, but I don't know what. And I ended up finding this blog post about Instagram coaching and strategy. And I was like, oh my God, I love it. This is what I want to do. And the person who wrote the blog, um, you know, looked like she was living her best life in California, very beachy vibes. And That's where i thought she lived i reached out to her come to find out she grew up 20 minutes away from me and she was in minneapolis so her seo game was very strong and she literally became one of my closest friends who has helped me build my business um, into like what it is today Um, but that is i mean she really guided me at the very beginning with like what i wanted to do and yeah now the rest has been history so i've been full-time on my own now for about i'm going on year two (laughs)
0: So that's awesome. And the fact that she was right in your backyard, like that's amazing. Yeah, it's really crazy. And so,
1: like I said, she's one of my closest friends and, and still helps me to continue to help me build my business and gives awesome advice. And so, um, but it's really crazy. And so it was it was through my own experiences how I learned that my story is very valid, right? And that people need to hear it because I had people no matter where their, where they were in their journey with life, Um, as I was Miss Minnesota sharing my story, people were consistently like, I could connect to this piece of your story. I could connect to that piece of your story. Like they felt seen. And they didn't have to walk through the exactly same experiences that I did, but there was some commonality. And so what I loved about it is I love helping people share their own story because you are you, right? Like people, of course, love your products and services, but they're not, they're going to love it even more if they know the person behind it. And so that's why I love helping people find innovative ways to share their stories because storytelling truly does do the heavy lifting for you. It is such a small piece of marketing, but it is a powerful piece. And when you do it right and you do it well, you really like don't almost have to try hard (laughs) to find clients because they are going to come to you, right? Because they are on your journey through and through because you continue to be vulnerable. You continue to be transparent and you continue to be, who you are and what more would people ask for? They're going to support you then on your journey through the highs and the lows. And so that's why I do what I do.
0: And it is powerful. Definitely. You reminded me of something I had a guest on. Her name is Michelle J. Raymond, and she talks about business pages on LinkedIn. And she said a lot of times people have an issue with how they're going to present themselves on LinkedIn and it's like you don't have to take you know kua on Instagram and then filter kua to be on on LinkedIn it's you're on these platforms as you um no different and no I mean yes maybe the caption lengths are different and you know things like that but like you said your story is your story is your story and you're, and you're framing it maybe um, for your audience but you're not changing who you are
1: yeah and I think that is a very common thing I see on LinkedIn and this is why I'm like and like LinkedIn too is a very powerful social media platform as well but I'm just like oh like I can't stand when I see people all the time like this is a professional platform leave it off and da 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 da. and I'm like number one who the hell are you number one and (laughs) do Like you don't pay my bills, so mind your business, mind the business that pays you. And then two, like I will not alter myself at all to appease you, to make you feel comfortable. Like I will show up equally how I show up on Instagram is what you will also get on LinkedIn. Like I'm not changing myself. I want my clients to know, and I have found clients on LinkedIn like, I'm like, great, (laughs) you know? And it's truly, it is because myself. And that's something too, again, that a lot of people still struggle with on social media. And because it's not fun. I'm the type of person, if I can't show up as who I am, I'm not showing up at all then. And I know there are a lot of people who think that way. That's why they're not showing up. And it's like, you have to let that go because at the end of the day, not everybody you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and you have to accept that and it does get easier as time goes on i'm just certainly do not edit myself on linkedin as i do for instagram just to make people feel comfortable like i do not do that and you you shouldn't have to you know linkedin is great i like seeing Um, really great, healthy conversations about stuff, whether that be in the corporate world or marketing or even just personal things. And I love when people share their personal um, uh, achievements and celebrations on LinkedIn. It makes it really fun. And I'm like, oh, this is like what I like to see here along with people also providing value. Well,
0: so what is next for you for this new year what exactly do you have your goals set on
1: yeah so i'm getting ready to rebrand um so officially as a storytelling strategist in january um i'm offering a new service which is a storytelling intensive so where i help people anybody really that just gain clarity on sharing their story on social media and creating content that feels good to them to where they can be themselves but also sells like where they're able to make money and so i'm really really excited to to be getting ready to launch that and i'm moving to texas later this year so preparing for that and just can yeah i'm like holy smokes like there's just so many things happening launching a podcast that's going to be coming out here in a few weeks which i'm really excited about and just continue to show up and be who i am and continue to make an impact that is the plan for 2022 you know it has just been it's just been nuts these past few years so continuing to find joy Consistently throughout the new year. Um Yeah. So. Well,
0: what's in Texas? Or why Texas from Minnesota? Yeah. People have been like, what's
1: te-? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally know like one or two people there. I just want something different. And I love Minnesota. And the thing is, is like I'm so comfortable here. But I'm like, that means that I feel but like also too, like there's like a discontent. Like I feel like I'm just like, I feel like there's something more that I'm like trying to figure out. So um I just decided to give it a shot. Let's just try Dallas. I like it so far. I like Dallas, but everybody's been telling me Austin. So I think maybe I'll check out Austin. So I'm I'm hopping between the two. So I'm actually going to go in like a few weeks actually just to kind of go explore the cities and see what I like and what I don't like and kind of make make that decision. But yeah, I really just moving to a town where you don't really know anybody and uh, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm hoping that I'll learn more about myself and I can always come back home. Minnesota will always be home. So I can always come back. So yeah.
0: Yes. Well, I wish you the best of luck on her website, which is dot kuakonadu.com. Well, it's so good to have you on the podcast and I look forward to hearing your podcast. Um, let me know when it comes out so I can do a little shout out on my podcast and have a very, very good rest of your day. Thank you. you too, Sandra. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at including the subject line, be a sponsor.